Welcome to another episode of People with Passion for Pets. Today, my guest on the show is Marianne Ahern, and she is the founder of Glad Dogs Nation, a company devoted to bringing happiness to all dogs. Hi, Mary Ann. Welcome to People with Passion for Pets. Hi, Birgit. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited about today's uh, interview. I just came recently across your website and, you know, I'm one of those dog moms. I don't like the stuffed toys because my dog will just immediately within five minutes unstuff them mm -hmm. and kill the squeaky. You're so much more than about dog toys. So you are the founder <laughs> of Glad Dogs Nation and right. tell our audience a little bit about what you do. Sure. So Glad Dogs Nation takes, primarily we take stuffed animal donations. So all those stuffies that kids get collections of, right? Parents don't know what to do with them at the end of the childhood. They donate them to us. And with volunteers, we upcycle them and make them safe pet toys. So we might get a toy that looks like this, cute little poodle, but there's plastic eyes, which we all know as pet parents, that's the first place the dog is going to go to chew that off. And not that it's damaging, but it, they could swallow it and it would be, yeah. um, it would be internally damaging. So we take the toy and we oh, cut so off those plastic eyes and we glue on flower appliques. If there's a plastic nose, we cut that off and we put on a little pom-pom. And then we will put a squeaker inside. And, and our volunteers hand stitch up the little place where we had to open up, often to take beads out, but even just to put a squeaker inside. We hand stitch that up because that represents the spay and neuter scar that we want to see on all animals. And the reason that's important to us is that we donate 100% of our profits. So every penny after expenses goes to animal causes, including supporting spay and neuter campaigns across the country. So that is something that is near and dear to our hearts. We want fewer homeless animals in this country. And the only way we can do that is with improved spaying and neutering. So we really started off 10 years ago with spaying and neutering as you know our mission. But we soon found out that it didn't resonate as much with people. It is such a long-term problem, right? It's something that you can't see a, a, a solution to tomorrow. So we expanded our offerings. So in addition to incentivizing and supporting spaying and neutering programs, we use those profits to ship free toys to shelters and rescues all over the country, often stitched by kids. I have one here stitched up by a kid, a little bit less durable than the, the toys we sell, but we, we ship them off hundreds at a time to different shelters and rescues. We also ship free food. And we buy dog houses and um, runs for animals in communities that are forced to live outside. So we work with animal advocates in certain areas of the country. They identify a dog that's living outside and some battles you can't win, Birgit, you can't get the dog in the house. So we get a nice insulated dog house for that animal so they have a better life. 
That is wonderful. Wow, you do a lot of different things. So you really, <laughs> oh, I, I do, I can tell you I do. <laughs> so I do want to kind of talk a little bit. You mentioned your kids program, and I think it's called, I, I wrote it down, Stitch Kits. Is that correct? Well, that's one of the things we do. And um, we offer these kits of this this quality toy, I mentioned that these are a little less durable than the toys we sell, just for comparison. And I wanna show you something you will like. Here's a toy that we sell, which is one of our thickest toys. Guess what we do, Birgit? We take all the stuffing out. We do it ahead of time. And parents tell us that their dogs don't rip the toys up quite as, as much because there's no incentive to get that um, yeah. stuffing out. So that's something really high quality that we would sell and use those profits to fund our programs. But then we get a lot of these lower quality toys. They're just thinner. They're not really going to stand up to a ton of really aggressive play, but they do provide comfort to dogs and shelters. And it dawned on me that being so thin, they would be very easy for a kid to stitch, for somebody who really doesn't have any experience with a needle and thread. So we put them together in kits from six toys to 50 toys, and you get the toys already washed, already upcycled as far as putting on the eyes and the noses. We leave that, that, um, that hole, that slit that we put, so then they, the kid or adult puts in a squeaker and stitches it up and they send them back to us and we distribute them to shelters and rescues across the country free. So we're inviting the community to really help in a way that kids very often can't. They, they don't have ways to really get involved with animal welfare. They can't go to a shelter and walk dogs. There's insurance issues. But this way they really respond to because they, they're, they love the toys, they'll recognize the toys, they'll say, I had that one. And, and it's fun, it's fun and happy. And the end result is you're spreading joy and gladness to animals all across the country. That's wonderful. Yeah, I love that program. And certainly for anybody that wants to uh, get involved, well, obviously there's all kinds of different ways. One is like me, you can go to your website, you have all kinds of wonderful toys. And we'll show your website here, but you can shop by, you know, how big your dog is, how strong of a chewer, if you want to have stuffing or no stuffing, if you like me and Correct. you don't want a squeaker. <laughs> uh, so that's awesome. This is for you, Birgit. No squeaker, no stuffing. <laughs> these, these are so popular and they were created by customer request. I used to create them just with squeakers and they said, you know, my dog doesn't really like squeakers. So I started doing them and top seller. So you're not well, alone. And, well, and you know why that is? Because you can't find a squeakerless toy. Right. I mean, I can't tell you, I shop in all the different, and I go and I try to squeak and I'm like, they're all squeak. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love that. But so that's one thing people can do is they can go to your website, they can order product from you. And as you mentioned, 100% of your proceeds are going directly to help shelters and, and yeah. other animals that's in true. need. Um, people can get your stitch kits and be involved in that wonderful way of providing these these great toys to shelter animals that are really in need of them. Um, but you also run a nonprofit organization, right? Is that correct? Exactly. So the way we're structured is Glad Dogs Nation is a for-profit business. 
and we donate 100% of the profits to Glad Dogs Foundation. And the foundation is the organization that does everything that I mentioned before, uh, helping with spaying and neutering, buying those dog houses, giving the, you know, shipping the toys, which, you know, I can put together a big box of toys and it's $60 if it's, if it's an organization in California who wants it. So those expenses really do add up. So that all comes out of the nonprofit. And we structured it that way so that the nonprofit could also accept donations, which really does help us. We do have some really wonderful supporters who, who not only buy the toys they want for their animals, but they also will just give us straight up donations. But also at some point in the future, I, I, I would love to take a little tiny stipend. <laughs> I yeah. can firmly believe that people who do good should be paid for it. So that's where the, the for-profit business would pay any salaries of anyone who actually comes on staff to help. Right now, it's me and volunteers, and we do a lot, and I'm so grateful for all the help we get. And so for anybody that's listening and they want to support you, again, there is a way to donate, and I will be sure that we have uh, links in the description below the video to the foundation's website as well as the website to purchase the toys uh, so that anybody oh, thank can you. help. Yeah, so so how did this all come to be though? Tell us a little bit about the backstory. Sure, so this is an idea that came to me one day driving in my car. I, um, I My husband and I had been fostering dogs. We'd had about a hundred foster dogs. And wow. while it was very rewarding, I love fostering. And the feeling you get when you let another family take on this lovely pet, you know it's changing their lives. It's so, so, so rewarding. But it was a little bit daunting and, and mystifying as to why nothing was changing, even with my efforts and the efforts of all of the people around me. And you get to know a lot of people in rescue all doing so much. And the dogs just kept coming. They just, there was just no slowdown. And I, and I really started to feel angry and, and I was carrying around this kind of black cloud of, of anger about that. And I decided I needed to come up with a more positive approach <laughs> to this problem. <laughs> and um, because of all those foster dogs I mentioned, what my husband and I would do for pet toys would be to go to yard sales and buy for 25 cents or 50 cents those stuffed animals that the kids didn't want anymore. And I knew that at times it was a little risky because they would still have those plastic eyes. And once in a while that I would even, after my dog ripped them up, there would be bags of little beads inside that would just like scatter all over. And I started thinking there must be a way I can make them safe. And if I could do that, I could sell them. And I could appeal to the people who love their pets and use that to fund helping poor pets or homeless animals that are not yet pets. With that idea, Birgit, I incorporated, I had never even put a scissor in, into a toy. I didn't even know if I could make it happen, <laughs> but I just went for it. And uh, it'll be 10 years in January that we've been doing this. That's awesome. So it was that it was coming together of of burnout, of of sorrow, of anger, and trying to turn that around so that I wasn't carrying around all of this negativity and to do something positive. And that's how I came up with the idea. 
Well, that's such a blessing. And, and you know, I'm looking at you and listening to you. It's uh, it's obviously such a passion. You come across as such a happy person and so energetic. So it, it certainly did what you intended it to do. <laughs> it definitely is my passion. I, I, I definitely have learned a lot. It's been um, it's been really joyous on many levels. They are awesome. They're so oh, cute. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> and and one thing I want to say is, you know, there's there's a lot. There are a lot of rules when it comes to the manufacturing of kid toys versus the manufacturing of pet toys. So all of the toys that we have that are are upcycled from kid toys have already answered so many of the concerns. So they are great toys. If, if this doesn't float your boat, we also have all of the brand names that you love, Kong and Multipet. We really do try to stock as much as possible so that we can be a pet store that people can come to and get everything that they need. And I, I just wanted to make sure all animals got some fun. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's a wonderful cause. I really, I, I'm just very excited about it. And hopefully people will go to your website, get a lot of your toys and uh, help a lot of the wonderful cause that you do. Well, thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate your exposure to your wonderful viewers. And uh, if anybody has any questions, my email address and phone number are on the website. You have a great All rest right, of your day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.